Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chris Harrington on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show. Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? It's, uh, it's too late. A 1956 R&B song I've always really liked by getting Chuck Willis. The late Chuck Willis, born on this day in 1928. Uh, all right. So, um, do you actually, do you own an apron, Chris? Uh, yes. We even, I don't, I don't, can't remember the last time I used one, but we do own one. You don't, you don't cook with an apron. No. Yeah. Okay. So yesterday, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted out the, uh, or reported the projected salary cap, uh, numbers, uh, for the coming year. And according to Adrian Wojnarowski, the first apron is projected to be $179 million. And the second apron, this is for the, for the tax, the second apron is $190 million. Now, I went back and yeah. I... Yeah. The tax line's 172 is what they the, projected, which, right. which had already been projected. I think the only thing that was new yesterday from the previous projections was the cap down the projection. Again, these are not the actual right. numbers. The projection on the cap went down one million, but the projection on the tax didn't change. It's the same number. Same projection. I basically referenced two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, you had written about this two weeks ago, and had written about how this might shape um, the Grizzlies as they move forward in the trade deadline and beyond. First of all, do you know like what are the? Do you know the? Spe- I know that if you're. If you have to pay the tax, that's bad. If you have to pay the second apron, that's really bad. Do you know what comes with first I, I, apron, second I don't, apron? I don't re- yeah. I don't remember. I mean, all this is new from the CBA like a year ago, and I wrote about it when it, when it, when it all came out. I have not committed to memory all the right. the, the specific details of it. But, but not only do the tax penalties increase as you move up, but there are more restrictions, restrictions that are imposed in terms of trades you can and can't make and signings you can and can't make. And, and so in addition to just more more money you have to pay into the system, as you move deeper to the tax, there, the, the restrictions increase on the types of uh, roster management stuff you can do. I don't remember all the specifics, but that's the, that's the general thrust of it. So um, we, we believe... I guess it has been surmised that the Grizzlies might be willing to pay the tax, um, but do not want to go into the second apron. That's sort of what sort of is some maybe under. But do we know that for certain? 
No. The only thing the Grizzlies have ever said, and this has all been very general, but they had there have been there have been public expressions generally that that you know that, that there's never been we've never been told we cannot enter the luxury tax, and that you know the, the general implication has been that we need to go into the tax to build a contending team. We are willing to go into the tax to build a contending team. Um, going into the tax is not like a goal or, and should not be, but it, it may well be a byproduct of building a contending team, and they've suggested they would be willing to do that when the time came. Um, but there's we don't know for certain like what... So, so my operating assumption, and that's all it is, there is some, some educated guesswork in here. It's not like out of nowhere, but it is not reporting. It is not fact. It is not confirmed. My operating assumption is that they are they will be willing to go into the tax next season. It is also my operating assumption they will not be willing to go deep into the tax, um, meaning to the second apron. Now, where between – I hate the whole apron stuff, but that's the language. <laughs> well, I wish where, they had not where, used the word apron, for God's sake. Right. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Where, where between the start of the tax, which I think is 172 under the current projection, and that second tier – I don't remember where the second tier lies. I think the first tier is 179. One, that's right. So it's one ninety. What is it? One ninety is the second tier, right? Projected. And so what? But I, you're right. So to me, I just my assumption is that that is a hard line. Now it may be that the hard line is a lot lower than that for the team, but I think at a minimum, I, I just I think there's no way they're doing that. Here's the thing, and I wrote about this two weeks ago. Right. If you take the current roster and project it out, and you include you know Luke Kennard's team option for next season. Yep, and you include a conservative or a, or a sort of average projection on where their first round pick's going to land and what that salary will be, and you include the Kennedy Chandler dead money that's still on the books. I've got about one hundred ninety three. Right. So you've got again the tax threshold. People is one seventy two. The first apron Maybe. is is that's the projection is one projected. This first apron is projected to be one seventy nine. The second apron is projected to be one ninety. And I'm reading from your piece here from a couple weeks ago, which I've retweeted. Luke Kennard's team option is for $14.8 million next year. You then have to, if you're going to have this first-round pick, um, it'll be somewhere around $7 million. That gets you right. to fifteen a 15-man roster with $191 million, which isn't just over the tax or over the first apron. It's over the $190 million projected for the second apron. So... Well, then it's it's one ninety three with the Kennedy Chandler, and it's one ninety three with the Kennedy Chandler number, right? So, right. what can they do moving forward? What are the options? What are the things they will be thinking about in order to get, uh, you know, under this? Well, the, the Luke Kennard thing is the is the major point of flexibility here because that fourteen point eight, and it's actually it's fifteen point something with incentives, but I don't think those are considered likely incentives necessarily. So that fourteen point eight is a is a team option. Like you don't have to have that money on your books right. at all. You can make it zero. You know, so that that is obviously inflection point. And so, you know, you have multiple ways to go with that. You could have fourteen point eight on your books with him. You could decline it and have nothing. You could try to trade him and take back either no money or less money. You could uh, you could decline the option and try to negotiate a different contract with him. That would be multiple years and start at a lower number. So there's flexibility to make that number somewhere between zero and fourteen point eight. It doesn't have to be fourteen point eight. So that's the main point of flexibility. If that fourteen point eight becomes zero, like your problems are sort of mostly solved, I think. But you like Luke Kennard, and so um, you. I think it would. They would like to trim 
some salary from the back end of the roster among players who may not necessarily even be in the rotation. Uh, you know, Zaire Williams and John Conchar are both under contract for roughly $6 million each next season. I think that would go a long way. Like making some of that go poof would go a long way. You know, guys like Roddy and LaRavia, like, you know, maybe, you know, it's not like you, you have to have somebody in that roster spot. So there's not that much savings to be had there. Even if you, even if those guys go poof, you replace them with someone who's making two million instead of three, right? That didn't really do much for you. Um, and then you got the questions about Stephen Adams and Brandon Hart. Like, you know, do, do you do something with those deals? And so there are multiple ways to go and you throw Santiago Nama in there. But then again, that's a pretty small number. There are things they could do. I think that's why there's so much focus on the Canard thing by people who understand the tax stuff and look at the Grizzlies. Um, but I don't know if there's one set path they're going to take, but I think something has to give. I, I think they, they're not going to have a $193 million payroll next season. Um, isn't Zaire, like, if you could just literally give Zaire away, isn't that like, an interesting question? And it wouldn't that, like, go along? That's he's six million next year. That, I mean, that gets you out of the second apron. I mean, again, like, I'm not saying they wouldn't do more things. They'll do more, they will do more things anyway, right? They'll, they'll be doing other things anyway. But again, but it's, you're going to have a player in that salary slot. Though. Right. And so it's not going to, right. so that salary slot is not going to go six to zero. It may go six to two, right? Right. But still, that's a, that's a chunk. It could be our man Tosa from Princeton. Or whatever is right. <laughs> whatever it could be anyone. Yeah. Like he's not going to make the kind of money. He's another point forward, and um, so and I, and you very clearly can't give John Conchar away because you'd have to. No one wants him at that price. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll find out on between now and next Thursday. I think on some of this stuff. I I, I strongly suspect that that there that there will be some movement on the back end of the roster between now and next Thursday. That is, I'm not reporting that. That's not a guarantee. It's easier to not do things than to do things. But I suspect there may be some movement on the back end of the roster. The likelihood is that Luke Kennard will still be a team after the trade deadline. The likelihood on any particular player probably is that. Um, but right. if you deal him, you will also presumably be taking back money, right? I mean, that it doesn't get doesn't solve well, 14 million bucks. For well, you. you don't need you don't need like, you won't take back any money you don't want because. Right. They go into next season because you don't. If that's you can just make Luke Kennard go go poof. So you're not going right. to take back any contract you don't want in a Luke Kennard trade. Yep. You can just not trade Luke Kennard and decline his option. Um, Steven Adams on the books for twelve million. Brandon Clark on the books for twelve million. Um, do you think Brandon Clark? What do you think his value is? I think he is pretty unlikely to be traded. I think his value is low given the mystery around the injury. Uh, I think given the length of the contract, given right. the age, given the low value, I, I think I, I, I think I think Stephen Adams right. and Brandon Clark are both unlikely to be moved. But I think Brandon Clark even more unlikely to be moved. Um, all right, and then the other news in the NBA uh, last night was Joel Embiid's injury and a lot of talk, which we have heard, um, like Tyrese Halliburton. Same thing. Even before the injury last night, um, he can Tyrese Halliburton can only he, he is. Huge stakes on whether he is all NBA. About forty million dollars rides on it, and he can only miss three more games um, and still be all NBA under this new rule that the NBA has that you have to play in sixty-five games uh, in order to be eligible. I don't know if Joel Embiid was motivated by that, and that's why he was playing last night. But that's a lot of the talk around the injury that he subsequently incurred. Um, your thoughts. You know, it's tricky because, like, even if you don't have that role in place, like, the people who vote on it are allowed to take how many games you play into consideration. Right. 
And so, like, 64 games is missing a lot of games. And so, like, if Tyrese Halliburton plays 64 games, he will not make All-NBA because he will not be allowed to make All-NBA. But then people are going to look at it and say, oh, if not for that, he would have made All-NBA. And maybe, maybe not because people, are going to, people who vote for it can look at it and say, there's a lot of good guards out there, man. So no matter how good you are, if you want to play 64 games, you can find other people to vote for. So I sort of have mixed feelings about it. I, I, I generally think I, I like the incentive. Like, to me, it's not about the awards. It's about incentivizing. That's like the stick or whatever. It's incentivizing players to play more. If you were just talking strictly about the awards, I would rather just people who vote, like, you know, take that into consideration and vote however they want. And so I'm not I'm not a big fan of the games played being tied to the awards. But I don't know how else you incentivize players to play more. So I, I'm, I'm in favor of finding ways to incentivize players to play more. I would rather find some way that's not tied to the awards vote. Um, and then from two nights ago, uh, Dylan didn't talk about this. Dylan gets in it with LeBron again. Um, he was, uh, there was a foul where he undercut, uh, Jared Vanderbilt and broke the code again. Um, is Dylan Brooks a dirty player? I, you know, he's, he's, he's a, he's, he's maybe, I mean, I don't know. I'm not invested in, in, in right. those, in those declarations. Labels, right. He's, yeah. He's, right. He's, he's, he's certainly, he's certainly a player who sort of operates on the edge of things. He, he, he is certainly tends to be a reckless player sometimes. Uh, right. Does he go, does he intend to harm people? I, I don't know about that. Yeah. All right, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. You thanks. can you can read piece, Chris's piece, which again outlined all of this stuff uh, really before yesterday, a couple weeks ago, uh, over at the Daily Memphian. I have tweeted it out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.